Hello and welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Fried, coming to you live from the quarantine cabin on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. We are here Monday through Friday with your Freed by Noon episodes. That's right. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday to put a little Freed in your cup for you to sip on up. Mm. And it goes down smooth. That's right. We're here Monday through Friday. Tonight is Thursday. Tonight on Thursday, I'm doing a virtual happy hour. I would love for all of you to be there. Uh, If you want to be there, the link is in my bio, my Instagram. It's in the description of this episode, I think. Uh, You can find it. You know how to find me. It's on my socials. Um, It's like a talk show. We don't see you. You just see me. You drink. You have a good time. We try to make you laugh. Uh, The first one was amazing. Um, And I would love for you to be there. If, If 10 bucks is too much for you, that's okay. Send me a DM. I'll send you a code. We'll get you in for free. That's okay. I understand times are tough for a lot of people. So I would assume if you're a listener here, you are enjoying this show. And I want you to enjoy the show with us tonight. So if you are going through tough times and just send me a message, I won't ask any questions. Just say, hey, I'd love that free code and I'll send it to you. But if you can, if you're of the means that you can pay the 10 bucks, do that too. So I want it to be a fun night for everybody. It's going to be a blast. I am stressed out uh, whenever these live events, if I'm doing a, whether it's a live show I'm doing for you in your town or I'm doing one online, I get a little little on edge. So, But we have some really great stuff. I think all, all of the segments are going to be fun for me, so I'm hoping they'll be fun for you. Uh, let's get right to it. JTrainPodcast.gmail.com. We're going to do some emails. I'm going to do some rants. Uh, I'm going to do some luxury lounge. Uh, no, no luxury lounge. I'm going to do a charcuterie chat. And then what I also want you to do, speaking of money, um, I have opened a merch store. That's right. Papa JT is out here on, 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 the, on the boardwalk selling T-shirts. That's me. There's a card at the beginning I think that they might have posted or maybe they didn't, but a, a couple episodes ago they did. I got T-shirts, hats, sweatsh- no hats, masks, masks. Hat, uh, sweatshirts, long sleeve shirts, feather feather shirts, uh, char- your charcuterie board stinks shirts. Um, what else? Beach by noon. That's right. And I promise you and I, we're going to be on the beach by noon all summer long. Hanging out, titties out, rubbing our nipples, drinking margaritas. It's going to be good. But you should get the shirt. Make sure. Fanny packs, totes, totes preach. That would have been a good idea. Totes preach on a tote. Next time. Go to my merch store, uh, shop.jaredfreed.com. That's shop.jaredfreed.com. Go, go, go. If you want something, get something for your friend that listens to the show, whatever it may be. Uh, Am I a fucked up guy? Well, probably not for sending the email. Not a lot of fucked up people are like, am I fucked up? It usually takes like an intervention. Hey, Jared, hope you are keeping safe during the quarantine. This quarantine has led me to reflect on a good deal of things, including my dating life. I have noticed that I am able to do male. I am able to do to make platonic female friends easily. 
Though they mostly see me as the sweet little brother, I'm only in my, my mid-20s, and many of my friends are the guys that people write into you up and J-Train about. They're smooth, have game uh, without the apps, and seemingly have women chase after them. While I definitely don't want to be manipulative, I want to feel like I have options and not to be some guy a woman settles down with after she's done having her fun because he has a good job. I want to be the mysterious guy people are talking at at brunch about, darn it. That sentence means that ain't going to be you. Uh, (laughs) I want to be the mysterious guy people are talking about at brunch, darn it, with a smiley face. He wrote, darn it. Dude, it's cool. I mean, (laughs) do you think I should change my style, get tattoos, develop a quote-unquote edge? Any thoughts? Listen, man, I like you. I like your email because it's a, a, a somewhat aware. I, I I think he's joking. Obviously, he's not going to go get tattoos uh, because I tell him to, which I won't because uh, my Jewish mother would fucking murder me. Um, I, I'll say this. Uh, let's start with something you wrote. I'm only in my mid-20s, and many of the friends that are guys with uh, are guys that people write into you up in J-Train about. They're smooth, have game without the apps, and seemingly chase have women chase after them. None of the, whatever you think of other people isn't true. Everyone's a little bit closer to you than you want to believe. That's why everyone loves online when someone talks about their struggle. Because they're like, I struggle too. Because guess what? Life is hard for everybody. Nobody thinks their life is easy. So I I want you to get, try and get over the fact that like the emails you hear from people they're not going, not, these guys aren't just having an easy fuck time all the time. Like, it's not how it's working. For everyone, every woman that's writing in about a guy, there's that guy could be writing in about a woman that he's chasing. It, it just goes down the line. And also, they're not doing it without the apps. They're not smooth. I told that story on You Up about me and my friend bringing home a girl bring home girls and having a dance party and slamming her legs on the, uh, you know, we did, he flipped her and slammed her legs on the, on the, on the, on the grill or whatever. And it's such a realization that like, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. We're just, when we take a girl home, it's because they've made a lot of choices to enjoy us. It's not because we were smooth. So the other thing is I, I will say, I've noticed I'm able to make platonic female friends easily. Here's what I would say. I'm not telling you um, to like change who you are at all, but stop being friends with people that you don't consider your friends. I think probably what's happening is you're becoming friends with these girls that you really like as a way to get in with them, and you think that's the way to go, and then you're just sitting there watching them chase other guys while you're answering questions about their texts. So you're going, look at all these guys. They know how to play the game. No, no, no. They're being maybe a little bit more honest than you that might feel mean, but it isn't. It's actually nice because you're being more honest than you are. So if you're platonically becoming friends with all these girls that you actually like, yeah, you're going to be disappointed in yourself. They're going to be lied to. And now you're going to have to hang out and do events and things that you don't really want to do. So my advice to you isn't to be mean to people. And my advice is be more honest. Hey, if if, if you're pursuing someone, pursue them. If you think someone's attractive and you like them and you like their personality, like their their look, pursue them and stop being afraid of getting turned down. Hey, you seem cool. Let's do drinks. 
and you go on drinks, you have some fun, and just because you did drinks doesn't mean you guys are going to get married. Doesn't mean you're going to be, you know, you're going to be the one. You, just because you're a nice guy doesn't mean everyone you go out with that thinks you're a nice guy has to be the one. You can be honest with someone and say, hey, this was a lot of fun. I'm really attracted to you. I don't know where this is going to go, but we should, you know, I'd love for you to come over. And they say, they may say no, they probably will. But I'm saying you have to be more honest about the relationships you're making with the people you're making them. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. How to get off the A train. Train feather, feather, you're my favorite podcaster. And whenever someone asks for me for dating advice, I always say, well, Jared says, then drop the Train knowledge. You should write a book. Maybe we are. I don't know. It has gotten to the point where people thought I actually knew you in person because I quote you so much. Well, you should start telling them to get subscribed. You, I don't want you to have to go through all these, this stress of having to remember everything I say. Let them get subscribed. Anyways, to my question, I met a guy on Hinge. We had a pretty good first date before quarantine that lasted seven hours, but no kiss goodbye, which I chalked up to nerves. We made plans to see each other again, but then quarantine hit. We are trying to follow social distancing guidelines. We have talked about future meetups and things I have gotten and have gotten pretty dirty. At one point, he said he loved anal and couldn't wait to try. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> I just want to let you know I love anal. And I can't wait to try. Get your butthole ready. Bring your lube, bitch. <laughs> I can't wait to try anal with you. Man, that's a funny thing to say to someone that you don't know if they like anal. I can't wait to shove my dick in your pooper. Um, I'm not against it, but also think it's weird to bring up before we even kissed. Yeah, it is a little much. Uh, <laughs> Before I kiss you, I want to shove my dick in your ass. Like it is. It's a lot. Uh, is it weird he's already wanting to do anal? What's wrong with starting the with normal sex, quote unquote, and then moving into trying other things? I really like him and we have still been chatting every day, but I don't want him to just think of me as anal girl and not take me seriously. Thanks for the sound advice. Can't wait for Shelby's news updates uh, to come back after the quarantine. Yeah, I, I miss Shelby, too. Um, Shelby, say hello. Are you out there? Okay. So I, what I'll say to you is there's two reasons he's mentioning anal. One is more, um, one is a little less manipulative than the other. One is what else are you going to fucking talk about? When you guys are getting sexy, it says you guys had sexy texts, which that's totally fine. That things have gotten pretty dirty. And then at one point, if your email said, that, that he was like, you guys went on a date and then you guys texted and the next day he was like, and I love anal. Like that would be a different story. But the fact that you're having dirty texts, um, I've talked about dirt, talking dirty before. People, nobody knows what to say. He's just trying to go to a place with you and it came up and now you're like, oh shit, we hit the line that I didn't know I had and that's okay. You, you know, you found the, you know, dirty talk kind of goes dirty talk, dirty talk, dirty talk. Oh my God, what was that? Back it up, back it up, back it up. So it's been mentioned. He's made his intentions clear. I don't think because anal gets mentioned, you automatically have to like come with him. You know, the first time you meet, you have to come with a spread asshole. Like, I don't think that's how it's going to work. And you don't have to sign up for that. You can, you know, 
kiss first and have the normal progression and things will get there. So I think a lot of that, I think it's the more manipulative part is he's letting you know that's what he likes, which is fine. Um, I think letting someone know what you like and putting up a little flag like, yeah, and uh, I'll take a trip to Analtown anytime you like, that's okay. I think that's like a, you're kind of giving fair warning. It's like the ship coming into Harvard, Harbor, like, hey, no. Like you, it's letting you know they're off in the distance that that might be something that you would, he's going to ask you again for. That's a, there's like levels of manipulation. That's a, like kind of a fine level. It's like, you know, that's kind of like taking your finger and touching the rim of the asshole and then seeing how they flinch during a hookup. Like that's part of the like, hey, this is something I might try to do just letting you know. The other manipulation is that he's trying to talk about sex really soon to see where you'll go. And if, you know, a lot of people will bring up sex before sex things have happened to make sure that that person's on board for sex. I don't know if that's the case, but because it sounds... So what I would say to you is, okay, noted, anal, you like it, okay, I'm going to start, you know, eating diff on a different, you know, different... <laughs> I'm going to start eating a little cleaner. Um, but that doesn't mean, I think you know that quarantine ends, you want a date. Quarantine ends, you want that kiss. Quarantine ends, you want that, uh, hey, want to come up and it's a little weird and you guys, you know, rubbing up against each other in your jeans. So I think that, I think it's okay. And if, and if he's like on that first date going, uh, so when the, when's the anal happening, you know to get out. And to, this isn't the right guy for you. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Ooh, this would have been a good. Someone sent a dating app makeover that would have been pretty good because it's hilarious to make fun of. But um, too late. Got to get those in early. Quarantine breadcrumbing. Hi, Jared. Love your podcast. I listen to everything you post on every platform. Share with all my bitches. Your screaming voice has become a sort of comfort during this quarantine. Well, totes preach. I'm a 25-year-old single female in a big city. I met with a guy on Hinge in his 30s right after quarantine started. We're vibing very hard and texting a lot in the beginning. He's been talking a lot about meeting up and doing social distance dates. However, over the last week, his texts have died down. He hasn't mentioned our tentative social distance... <laughs> Distance date, which uh, we discussed previously, but he still texts me every other day just to say, hey, what's up? But after a few texts back and forth, he eventually stops responding. I've listened to enough of your advice to know that he's putting in the minimum effort to needed to stay on my roster so he could try and sleep with me once quarantine is done. I mean, if that's what you want to believe, okay. I, I've said that a few times. I don't know if that's necessarily the case. I wouldn't put... I, I know... A lot of people who write in here want to be like, okay, that's what they are, and that's who they are. They want to fuck me, and that's what he's doing, but life isn't as black and white as you're making it. It does, however, piss me off when someone initiates a conversation and then leaves me hanging. I find it very disrespectful. Do I have the right to call him out on it and end things even though we haven't met yet? Or should I stay cool and give him a chance once quarantine is over? So I think you need to stop taking things so personally. He is messaging with you because he thinks you're cute and he's had some good conversations with you. Plain and simple. Uh, he's probably doing that with other people too. He made some promises to you because he made some promises to you. My, I think you have to stop blaming him for sending you the text and start taking some of the blame for, you know, continuing this like 
this big, you know, big act that's going on. You are not being honest with him. Every time you answer with how's your day going and you're not mentioning, hey, didn't we have a social distancing date? Is Is every time you're being dishonest. I mean, if someone says to me, yeah, and we're gonna get lunch after this. Let's come over and there's gonna be lunch later in the day. I go over not eating for lunch, like expecting a lunch. So then I go over and at some point when I don't smell food, I start asking and I don't see like table settings and I don't hear someone cooking or I don't see someone calling the delivery guy. I start thinking, I start asking questions. Hey, I didn't eat before I came here. Are we doing lunch or what? The same thing goes for the guy or girl who says, let's do a social distancing date. It's your, it, 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 it's your responsibility to say, hey, are we doing that lunch or what? Are we doing the social distancing or what? What are we talking about here? And if you don't do it, that's you ignoring the no. You're ignoring hearing a negative answer. He is ignoring the promises he made that made you feel good so that he can stay gain trust with you. I don't know what that's for. And also, if you don't if he doesn't want to do this, you can just go, "Hey, this was a nice talk. Uh, I'm not looking to like kind of just have the idle banter, which like, listen, it's nice to talk to you, but text me when this thing's over so we can do a drink." So, I understand where you're like, "I find it disrespectful." I get where that comes from, but this isn't your brother. This isn't your mom. This isn't your friend of 30 years. This isn't your, your best friend from college. And if it was them, you would go, hey, what's the deal? You wouldn't give them a talking down. So that you have no right to talk this person down to teach them a lesson because they're going to go, I don't fucking give a fuck. I'll find someone that's easier to talk to. They'll play my games. You're playing his games. Why don't you step out of the game and call time out and go, hey, when do we have our orange slices? Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Now, my podcast is sponsored. I've given you a lot of chances to pay me money. Um, and what I mean by that is I put out a merch store. We're doing the live show tonight. Um, you can tag a friend. You can like my post. Those are all currency to me. The other way you can, and, and I'm just giving you options. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not asking, I'm not begging here. I'm just giving you ways that you can appreciate this podcast. Here's a very great way to appreciate this podcast. Um, it is for you to support the sponsors, okay? And I don't give you a sponsor that can't help you. So they give you money, you give them money, they give me money. Do we get that? ExpressVPN, protect your privacy online, watch streaming services anywhere in the world, get three months free at expressvpn.com slash JTrain. Noom, if you want to get in shape, Noom can help you create better habits. Sign up for your trial today at noom.com slash JTrain. FabFitFun, the summer box is happening now. Customize your box and get $10 off at FabFitFun.com. Use code JTRAIN. ZipRecruiter, more than ever, ZipRecruiter is dedicated to getting you hired. If you're looking for a job, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash work together. So support the sponsors, support me, support this show, support the quarantine cabin. That's how the whole feathering works, baby. We'll do one more email and then we'll get to some stuff. Uh, 
before quarantine, I went on two dates with this guy and from Hinge. Uh, ever since we've been stuck at home and under quarantine, we would still catch up with each other and occasionally sext. In the beginning, he would text, have a conversation, and would lead to sexting. Lately, he's been dropping unsolicited sex at random hours of the day with zero context. For example, there have been several times when I was in meetings, he would drop the, I want to spank you, or I miss your pussy. I miss your pussy? That, that is an aggressive sex, especially they went on two dates. Uh... So the reports say that uh, we are off by 10% because of the pandemic. I miss your pussy. Like, that's a tough thing. Whoa, whoa, where'd that come from? I gotta, that's, like a, that's like a fart hitting you in the face. I don't even know if a pussy's to miss. I would miss a tit. I, I guess I would miss the pussy. I guess you couldn't write, I miss your vagina. I missed your dick works better because the dick is 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 insertion. It's functional. It's you. I don't know. That could be wrong. That could be my mis. You know, my my gender issues. My misogyny showing. I don't know. Miss your pussy. Just I miss your puss. Uh, I guess I would miss a pussy. I would write if that were me. I'd be like, I miss your body. I miss touching you. I miss grabbing your waist. See? Is that helping anybody? Maybe someone in this apartment can hear me. And I'll see those texts pop up in my iMessage on my laptop. Super embarrassing. Sometimes he would send sex at 10 in the morning. Oof, this guy's ravenous. On one hand, I understand that he's bored and horny because I am too. But on the other hand, I'm starting to get really turned off by it. There's usually a conversation before two people start sexting. You can't just send them with zero context. When he sends me these sex at odd hours, I won't respond until it's appropriate time for me. That's okay. Uh, what should I do about these unsolicited sex? Should I just ignore them or tell him to stop? I don't want to assume that he's only sexting me. The sex would, he would send are super generic and can easily be just copy and pasted to a bunch of girls. Or make a big deal about it. So I, I, to me, you're not into him. Like, to me, this is, this like falls under like your taste and you're like, hey, it was, I don't, I, you know, like this is a mismatch of personalities. He, he's someone who texts, I miss your pussy at 10 a.m. And you're someone that's like, hey, where the fuck did that come from? I thought we were like getting to know each other and then sexting also happened. Like to me, there's a thing with sexting, especially during these quarantine times, where if the person's only coming to you for sexting, that's only what they're going to come to you afterwards for. Not to say that you're going to do that. I'm just saying that if they come to you, you know, if you're a drugstore and you keep and they and you sell, you know, you know, uh, chips and, and dips and he's coming, he's like, hey, I'm here for the chips and dips. But you're like, wait a minute, we also have uh, cleaning supplies. And he's like, no, I get my cleaning supplies from Amazon. And you're like, well, now you, so he just sees you as a chip and dip drugstore. He doesn't see you as the full drugstore. So he's shopping at your store. If he's only shopping for sex, then that's what he sees this as. This is a sexual place to go. To me, I wouldn't answer. I, I, and so I would. I, there's two ways to play it. 
You're done with them. Hey, this was fun. I'm kind of feeling uncomfortable. I feel like the sex thing has got too much, and you're kind of treating me a certain way that I'm not looking to be treated. Fine. Um, and I would also offer that person retribution. If you're looking to date, text me after this is all over. I'd love to get a drink. See, now you've like no judgment on you. If that's what you're looking for, good for you. But if you want a drink, you know where to find me. Maybe he learns his lesson. The other way to go is to not answer and wait until he texts again. He'll feel a little embarrassed, hopefully. And he's like, hey, uh, sorry if that came at a, yeah, it just came at a bad time. Like, I, I kind of feel like you only, you're, you're, uh, this is turning from us getting to know each other to, and, you know, getting sexual to just sexual. And that's another way to play it. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Let's do the coronavirus rant of the day. Hit the music, Shelby. Today's coronavirus rant of the day is that it snowed last Sunday. Okay, it snowed. It's May. I get it. It's weird that it snowed in May. And for those of you listening on the West Coast or South, South part, Southern part of the country, I'm sure you guys hear it on social media and you're like, oh my God, it's snowing. Let me tell you about what the snow was. It was three flurries and maybe a little bit upstate, it was a dusting on the ground. That was it. It was not snow that changed your life. But but listening to these people, they'd be like, whoa, oh my God, it's snowing. Like they treated it as if it was Christ coming down and, and, and it was the whatever the fucking New Testament shit is. They treated it as if aliens landed on earth and now life has changed. Now we're getting snow in May. Oh, my God. It's not a big deal. If snow doesn't cancel a school or change your drive or make you drive slower, it doesn't fucking count. It was a flurry. It is a nice visual that's going to go away in 10 minutes. It snowed for literally 10 minutes. And it was. And for people who got more, you might write into me, well, we got more. Did it change your life? Did you take out a shovel? Did you have to go shovel grandma's driveway? If you didn't shovel grandma's driveway, I don't fucking want to hear about the snow in May. It happens. This isn't the first time it's ever happened. It's not the last time it's ever happened. Also, it doesn't mean that 2020 is the worst year ever again. You're not going to look back on 2020. Someone's going to go, what did you, what was 2020 like for you? And you're not going to go, and you're going to, I hate when people blame the year. Oh, 2020 back at it again. Have you ever noticed that the people that go 2020 was a bad year or any or, or have complained about every year being a bad year? Every oh, 2019 can't wait to go to 2020. A new year, new me. No, same year, same miserable fucking you. Same you complaining about the snow when it didn't affect your life. Same you looking for the negatives in every fucking inch of every day so that you can blame the year. This is not going to be what you remember from 2020. You're not going to be like, oh, 2020, well, that was the year of the pandemic, and we had to quarantine, and I listened to a, uh, a, a, a Jewish guy with a mustache scream at me on a daily basis. Oh, and it snowed for 10 minutes in May. You're not going to say that. It didn't even mark the fucking radar of your year. So every time you tweet about it, every time you post on social media, oh, the snow, what will we do? You didn't even take out your winter jacket. No one gives a shit. That's today's coronavirus rant of the day.
You can send in yours to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Let's do a charcuterie chat. Hit the music, Shelby. Today's charcuterie chat is about wrapped meats. Now, I've been seeing a lot of cheeses that are wrapped, that are pre-wrapped with meats. So to me, a charcuterie board is about freedom, freedom of expression, freedom of choice. So when I see a board, you got the meats, you got the cheeses, you got the the honeys and the and the and the and the and the spreads and some fruit, a little bit of fruit, and then you got some other things that maybe show up. You got the crackers and the and the different types of crackers. But sometimes you'll see the cheese that's already wrapped with the meat, and it's like, who the fuck are you to make the decisions for me? Who are you? Why do you have to tell me where to eat? Are you This is the same type of person that if you took a cracker and put a like and put some meat on it and made a sandwich they go, "Whoa, whoa, whoa. Make it a sandwich, huh?" And you'd be like, "Yeah, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want on this board because you put it out the stuff." These are the same people that if you go and get like you go to like get the focaccia in the other part of the room and then bring it over and put the meat on the focaccia. They'd be like, whoa, 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 you, you, whoa, yo, whoa, whoa, somebody's really fucking doing some things here. And it's like, yeah, I'm an American. I can do whatever the fuck I want about the cheeses and meats. I'm allowed to get the focaccia from the fucking buffet and bring it over to the charcuterie table and make what I want. These people want to control your decisions. They want to say that they put the meat on the cheese. They told you what tastes good. But really, they went to Costco and they bought a fucking meat that was already around a piece of cheese that was touched by 30 people. And now now you get, ooh, this is delicious. And they go, yeah, 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 I knew that cheese goes with that meat. No, 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 I'll make my own decisions. You don't control me. This, the, when they wrap the cheese with meat before you get there, that is a dictatorship. That is not what this country was built on. This is a democracy where you make your own choices. And you making our meat and cheese decisions is you being a dictator and an asshole at this party. That's today's charcuterie chat. You can send in your charcuterie chat to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Let's do some quick hit questions. You ready? Hit the music, Shelby. Boyfriend lost 75 pounds. I can't lose 10. Tips for self-conscious issues. His weight journey is not your weight journey. I would say be happy for your boyfriend. And, you know, maybe, you know, the thing about losing weight is that it's all schedule-based. So this guy has obviously found a schedule that is comfortable for him. His schedule may not work for you. I think that's the most important thing is realizing what works for someone else may not work for you and what works for you may not work for someone else and it's about finding the right fit. Thoughts on unintentionally matching with ex-hookup's cousin. Unmatch. If it was unintentional, that means you don't want to be. And if it was unintentional, now you're happy about it, pursue it. But also understand the atmosphere with which this pursuit happens and be honest and open with them about it. Is it bad to just be, to, is it bad to just be bang buddies? It is not bad to just be bang buddies. You can have as much sex as you want with someone, but be honest with yourself about what bang buddies means to the person you are with. I think the biggest problem with friends with benefits or casual is it's two people with two different definitions of what that 
relationship means. If you're like, oh, is it bad to have bang buddies? And, and then I'm like, no, it's not bad. And you're like, well, he never calls me. Well, that's his definition of bang buddies. Uh, flirted with the guy at the grocery store. Would it have been weird to ask for his number? Not at all. Uh, why do, Guys, every guy wants to be approached. Whether, whether they're into you or not, every person wants to be approached. It is a nice gesture. At the end of the day, you have to think of them complaining about you later. What dude is going to be like, can you believe this girl came up to me out of nowhere and asked me for my number or dropped me her number and, and, and she thought it was cute? No one's ever going to have that complaint. Why does my 28-year-old boyfriend pout when he doesn't get his way? How do I handle this? I think you need to stop relating his age to whether you're allowed to pout or not. I've seen grandparents pout. I think you saying you're 28 is annoying. So maybe when he doesn't get his way, maybe it's about you not deflecting and saying you're 28. It doesn't matter that you got away and sit there and negotiate with him. Would you rather shit your pants in public once a month or in private once a week? Private once a week. How many dates can, uh, should you, can or should you go on with two people before you have to pick? I don't think there's an amount of dates. I think you have to always be honest with yourself about who you're enjoying yourself with most. I think the biggest problem when you date two people at once is, is, the, is the proclivity to date the person who, likes, who you think likes you more. You have to go with who you like more. Uh, worth it to keep DMing with someone you'll probably never see again? I don't know if it's not, if it's worth it, but it's not worth it to get ahead of yourself emotionally. So if you're dreaming of what could maybe be, then maybe it's time to leave it. Why does he unfollow on Instagram but still watches my stories months later? He's checking in on you. Thinks you're hot. He didn't follow because it was probably, he was probably checking it too much while he followed you and tried to get off the drugs, and now he comes back for a hit every now and again. How long should you wait before unfollowing your ex on social media after breakup? I would do it right away. There's no waiting. If you're broken up, you have no responsibility to them, and you are on the path to getting yourself better. It's not about worrying about them. My boss invited me to his boat. Should I go? Yeah, why not? I mean, why not? Go see what happens. If it's going to be fun. Is, is being depressed really an excuse to end a relationship? I don't understand the word excuse. A lot of people write in, they'll be like, they said this. Is that a worthy excuse? Just know that if a relationship end, whatever the excuses were, to, were to get a, the fuck away from you and to get a, the fuck away from this relationship. So take their word for it. But it doesn't, and in, in, in to say like, well, is it a worthy enough excuse? It doesn't matter. The relationship's over. So whether they were lying or whatever, you're never going to find out the real answers. Take what you take from the relationship. Take the experience and own it and understand and self-reflect. Don't reflect on their reflections. Went to try something, want to try something different than my usual rum and coke suggestions. Uh, vodka soda splash of cranberry that was the beach by noon drink for last week's happy hour all or for two weeks ago's happy hour also we got a new happy hour drink uh the j trans hot take go look at my social media good or bad idea to send my boyfriend of a year and a half nudes while with my face in them if you don't feel comfortable sending your boyfriend of a year and a half nudes with your face in them then you might not be comfortable with your boyfriend because you like you don't trust that this so you're saying 
that someone who dated you a year and a half, that if it broke up, they would just plaster them. You think that they might do that. If I thought that they might do that, I'd be, I wouldn't be with them. I don't trust them enough to be with them. Quick recommendation. I think you'd like Dark Side of the Ring Wrestling Documentary Series. All right, I'll check it out. How to help someone who get over shame about sex. Talk, talk, talk. How soon into dating to tell a new guy I'm divorced? I would as soon as you want to. It's not a big. That's not something. You're divorced. Get away from me, whore! I'll never be with someone who's been with another man. It's not. Go tell him as soon as you want. How do you smoothly hit on someone in your work industry? Swipe right, slide in the DMs. I don't know if there's a real smooth way. I think you gotta like. I think if you see him on an app, swipe right, and then you have that conversation as it comes. But being honest and open about it right from get go. Hey. Is, is this weird for you that we work together? All that stuff. How to talk to dad about concerns with his drinking. Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I don't know. Maybe you talk to your mom and dad and friends and family and see if they also have an issue with it. Maybe it's time for an intervention. Bring in a professional. There are professional people who help you intervene with people. I would, I would go lean on them. Ask them for information. I'm living in a row house with three other roomies. Too much. Never have lived with that many. There's, uh, you're going to have to see to find out. How did you become confident in yourself? I'm not. Have favorite funny movies. Um, I love favorite funny movies. Vegas Vacation. Um, house Guest. And um, I mean, I love Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison. Um, that's it. That's our show. We'll be back next episode. Boom.